Hello and welcome back to the Saving Podcast. Been a few weeks, but we're happy to be back. It's been busy, but fun. Welcome to the place where you get exclusive insight into the company that is forging an antidote to mass surveillance. In this space, you get to dive deep into our venture and our thought processes, and you will be the first to find out what's coming up and what's currently going on. As always, feel free to participate in our subreddit at r slash safing, or just send us an email to podcast at safing.io. The last few weeks have been intense, but also very exciting in the sense that we are currently all working on bringing the SPN out, and like rather soon we will achieve that goal. As a result, the, this podcast got a bit delayed, so we got together with Luke and we just had a chat about design at Safing in general, the process behind that, we talked about the tailwinds, CSS framework and lots of facets and details of our process behind design. So I really hope you have a great week ahead of you. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome back, Luke. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. It's been a while since you've last been on here. Yeah, already quite some time, yeah. Lots has happened in between. This is so strange. How so? Talking on the podcast again, isn't it? Yeah, that's <laughs> that takes getting used to, that's sure. So today's topic is the design, like a lot of different aspects of designing and designing for safing. So I think I'd like to jump in. Could you give maybe a quick overview of the scope of design, like what different areas are you responsible for at Safing? I deal with the user experience and the user interface. So, I mean, it's very vague. I don't know what you expect from me. <laughs> I mean... Well, do, do you have a, a few specifics? Like, like take the homepage as an example. That's, that's kind of obvious that that is part of the user interface or user experience. But what other areas do you touch? So, for example, the newsletter. But, the, but I pretty much do a bit of everything. There's like It's kind of hard to say, oh, what, what do you do? I do the website design, I guess, and then I also do the portmaster, uh, a newsletter, a bunch of other little bits and bobs. Here and there, <laughs> I'm all over the place. I'm always doing something. Yeah, definitely. You, you are all over the place. And I think the the obvious ones are like the homepage or maybe the newsletter that is, but a lot of people like may not know about the receipts you have to design for our customers or like the headers on the social media pages and all that stuff. So just like started off to show how broad your task is actually. To be honest, I can't even forget about the invoice. <laughs> but there's so there's so much I do. It, I just do it and then forget that I've actually done it. It's just like once I've done it, then it's kind of like oh, I've got to focus on something else. So I don't know. Like I said, bits and bobs really. Do you enjoy the smaller things or the bigger projects? 
Uh, that's a mixture, really. Uh, I, I like the big projects because they're definitely the ones which pushes me to learn more. Uh, but then at the same time, I am lazy. So the smaller the projects, faster I can get them done. And it feels like I'm making more progress. But yeah, I mean, I guess a bit of both. Sure. Having a good mixture. That's, that's nice. <laughs> so the latest, like, really big redesign was the homepage. And, like, looking back, it's, it's actually amazing where we got to or where we have come to. So how did that start out? Like, you joined Safing in October 2019, so that's been, like, nine months now, something like that? Yeah, it's coming up to, like, I think, no, I think it's been, like, ten months now. Cool. Time flies. <laughs> so, and just last month, we released the new homepage. So it was, like, a process, and how did that start out? I mean, where do we begin? <laughs> Do we, do we begin where it like uh, where I first in a sense got hired to do the um, the website the problem with when I first designed it was uh, the time constraints and the limitations when it came to that and we suddenly changed that uh, and then look at it now it looks pretty good if you ask me I'm pretty proud of it <laughs> Yeah, there's been wonderful reception from people. Um, but what what do you, what what were you mentioning about the time restraints? Like, could you give that a bit more context? With the time restraints, the one problem which I had from the very beginning is when I first joined, I noticed that we always had like deadlines to reach. But the problem when it comes to programming is you can't really predict properly when you're going to finish something because something always comes up and it's the same thing with design in an aspect you you could think of something and you could look back on it I'm kind of like a perfectionist well not kind of I am a perfectionist I always change something every like 10 minutes either if it's one pixel two pixels I'm constantly changing it I want it to be perfect um, but having these time restraints kind of limits you on your like how can I explain it your creativity because you're always rushing to hit that deadline compared to actually making something nice and good whereas when you actually take away the deadline then it opens more possibilities there was multiple times where in in the company which we didn't display publicly we had deadlines to complete but we didn't meet them because certain stuff happened where I had to do something else and I was able to get back on to um, designing a website again. It made me more flexible and also make something which I'm genuinely proud of. Um, and I hope that other people find it also interesting as well. So it's kind of matured over a period of time. It was a horrible process to go through. But it, in my opinion, it's a process that it was worth going through. Because each step of the way, when we got closer and closer, like even getting to the development stage for it, we was like, man, we're, we're so close. We're so close to actually getting it done. We're so close. And it, it found big milestones when we would hit those more than when we would have a deadline. As well, at the end of the day, I would rather a product mature over time and actually be grateful to the user compared to half-assed, where it's rushed out 
and it's just shit. I mean, look at the game industry for a great example. It's all about the men in suits going, oh, come on, give us that money, push it out, and then it's just a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, an interesting subject. And when I think about this as well, like one example where the deadline was kind of dominant was the Kickstarter. Yes. And for yes. that, we also like revamped the homepage as a interim stage, I'd say. So we knew the design was going to be temporary. But yeah, we had to rush something out. And I know you were like piled under huge amounts of work and me as well. And that was all before Christmas and then after Christmas. And it was a very stressful period. Yeah, I feel like it was like a breaking point for particularly for the company on which direction we want to go. Like one problem which I saw um, when obviously we work together a lot side by side most of the time yeah. and when I do my design I always come to you and see what you think and you always give me nice criticism nice criticism criticism back god damn it um, but the when it was with the Kickstarter that well I definitely found both of us starting to crumble over the, the pressure with all the stuff what we had to do and all the deadlines we had to reach and it it was kind of like a depressing time at that point. And it was for me, for like the, the job itself, even though I, I'm still here, obviously, but it was kind of one of those moments where I was like, ah, this is what it would definitely feel like in the design agency. And this is something which I didn't want to be a part of. Um, mm -hmm. And I could definitely, like I said, just said a moment ago, I, I see you was also having a problem. And then I was starting to raise the, the problem to you by saying you should take um, less stuff off you because there's so much stuff which you have to do, which I don't understand how you was able to manage all that stuff. But now it, they've, after talking to Raphael, um, we all like started taking stuff off you and starting leveling the playing field, which was nice because then you're more relaxed, you're less stressed <laughs> as well. Then it also makes my life easier trying to talk to you <clears throat> because it's not... It's not your fault that you had so much stuff on your plate. There's only so much everyone can handle until someone actually breaks. And yeah, having some being constantly broken all the time and reaching those deadlines and them half-assed, it it demotivates you to actually create something that stands out. So I feel like this was a great time to change it. And with the Kickstarter, that was horrible. <laughs> well, I I look at it now and I'm quite. I'm very frustrated with the stuff I did. It doesn't look great. It, it annoys me. It, it, I broke my standards, which I hold, but I had to break my standards because of the fact of the deadline. And I can't look at it. <laughs> yeah, I think... Well, well, that's maybe a bit harsh, but I understand what you're getting at. And the Kickstarter period was definitely one of high pressure. But as you mentioned already, it was also a time where we could rethink our approach. And I think we changed that um, successfully. And it's much more like we have much more breathing space at the moment because we also turned away from communicating deadlines externally. So we do push ourselves internally as good as it gets. But the highest pressure is if you promised your followers something 
and you know if you don't deliver, yeah, they will be disappointed or angry. And that was, yeah, the toughest part of the Kickstarter chaos. It really depends on the the person who's following it because I have a different mentality. I don't mind if the company delays it about three times to actually make sure they have a good product. But I find it frustrating it that when if a company says, oh, yeah, we're going to be releasing it, and you know yourself that um, it's already kind of like half done, it wasn't done anyway, and they try to release it on there, then obviously there's always going to be these delays. But <clears throat> if, the, if the product was um, actually 100% there and it was ready to go, but there was like a security problem or there was a major UI flaw or something like that, that deserves um, a delay to improve the experience. And it will probably only be one delay and it will make the product even better for the, uh, the user. Um, but yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I I understand, like, I feel I'm also understanding when it comes to delays. Like, it's so easy to get into this situation as a software company because, yeah, it's so hard to predict anything. It's just one day this huge bug or this, this bug comes out of nowhere and you get thrown, yeah, you get thrown back several days because yeah strange things happen (laughs) or it's just like with technology this we was going to record this podcast yesterday but the laptop which i have was having issues and we was like well we can't really record anything well this is frustrating and so now we're doing it today and i didn't really do any work yesterday because i couldn't connect to the internet properly so yeah it's (laughs) many problems and that could have also delayed stuff if we mentioned it publicly so Ah, I don't know. But one thing I will say though, we can definitely, in my personal opinion, having not having a deadline with the website, it demonstrates what we're capable of achieving, um, but also creates a standard and as well the flexibility on what we can do now. So having no deadline means a better product for the people to use, which I completely stand for. And it also keeps the expectations. Uh, like straight like building up false expectation and then yes letting people down letting people become frustrated like we we have one more deadline we communicated via the kickstarter and that is the spn and we are just gonna hit it or maybe a bit delayed but not that big of a deal um in the bigger picture but not having a deadline at all, I think that is the best situation or the, the most the most honest approach towards followers. Did you mention in that post that, that it could potentially be delayed? Well, yeah, in the in the Kickstarter section there is like the risks part and I filled out that yeah of course we could get delayed. So Obviously, mm-hmm. it's nothing that will surprise people, and it's it's not like the Kickstarter backers usually are used to delays. Like Kickstarter is, has kind of become a meme <laughs> of <laughs> it'll never arrive, or it'll arrive like a year later than promised, or maybe a couple of years. So I think ours 
yeah, we 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 are not that bad <laughs> in that regard. We are, we are kind of almost hitting the target as we intended to. But still, I, I'd much rather like keep my word or keep our word as a company 100% of the time. So the easiest thing is to communicate honestly and say deadlines is not something realistic in our business. Yeah, I was going to say, many other businesses possibly yes, but in this one, sadly not. I'm kind of glad it's not, so maybe not. Woo. So back to the design aspect. I, I agree that the like having the freedom to take the time it needs has resulted in a website I'm also very proud of. So what do you want people to think and feel when they look at the design? Hmm, that's a that's a good question. Um, I don't know. Something different, I guess. One thing what I want someone to do when they go to the website is look through it and um, see that it's different compared to other websites. I mean, obviously, <laughs> website design is very drained out. There's only so much you can do with website uh, design. You can add your own touch with like the, the style, like animals and whatnot. But other than that, the, the core concept, like the nav bar, like where you got the links at the top with the logo and as well as where you place the text or the typography is is normally just standard. So eh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind I, I don't know, to be clearly honest. I really don't know. I would just love to hear feedback from well, more feedback than what we actually have got so far regarding the website, particularly the negative bits. I, I like the good bits, but I'm more fascinated with the, the negative bits of like what's wrong with it and what people don't like with it. Those are the, the, the cool bits, which we haven't had any so far, which kind of annoys me. I at least want someone to rip it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the... Feedback so far has been quite positive. Like, but you you said you can add a little bit of touches, like the animals and all that stuff. So, what was the thought behind the animals? Well, after talking uh, with you for quite some time, trying to figure out uh, what could we do, and then we both came to the same conclusion of like wildlife, and like being in the wild or forest and being free. So. What would be good? It, it, it kind of looks like, well, not looks like it's something which I kind of adore. Where just being in the middle of nowhere, you have your house, you're all by yourself, you're free. You got privacy. You got more freedom than ever before. That's kind of how I see that. You don't have anybody spying on you. And exactly. All yeah. One funny thing though, I wasn't going to mention this, but it will just be great. So. With the deer bit, right, we was like, oh, what animal could we put in there? And I was like, ah, a deer would be cool, and I could animate the deer looking into the water and it reflecting. But the thing is, if you look at the deer, it's free until it gets hunted and gets shot. So you can kind of see that as, like, <laughs> tech companies, as well as, like, governments going, oi, oi, what's going on? And pop, the deer's dead. We, we could have implemented that, but that would have been a lot of animation. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that would have been a gruesome gif it would have just been going on there yeah. and then Ken will go oh there's a deer 
And then he gets shot in the head and then just falls over and dies. And then it's like, oh, well, end of privacy. It would be pretty gruesome. <laughs> a lot of people, I, I heard this from a few people that they said, like, when they look at the page now, it, it looks like peaceful and just calm and freedom. And you, like, we want this love, freedom to be underlined by the image. And yeah, it would be a gruesome twist if, if a hunter came by and just shot it. <laughs> Maybe that will be like a Halloween special. We haven't thought about doing Halloween specials, but that, <laughs> we could do an April Fool's where the deer just stands up on his two, le- um, two legs and just walks off and just waves goodbye. I don't know. Or walks over the water or something. It, it would have this Happy Tree Friends vibe if you just have this peaceful and everything is nice and then all of a sudden it gets cool. Oh, we could do like a skeleton version of him. Like he's just standing there. I don't know if it's a he or she or whatever, but like we could do like a skeleton of the deer and the trees are like all crooked with no leaves on. Oh, we've got to do a Halloween special, mate. That sounds great. <laughs> we'll think about that. We don't know if we will, but you know. Yeah, if, 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 we, have, if we have time and resources, we, we will pop in some Easter eggs. That would be great. Or like Halloween eggs in that case. Uh, like next to the design revamp, we also use a new technology. And previously, we were using Fomantic, and then when you came in, you just used your custom HTML and CSS. And now we moved on to Tailwind. So, do you want to talk a bit about that and how that went and how you're doing now? Like. <coughs> I guess I should mention the 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 beginning with just you well, just creating the website from scratch from HTML and pure CSS. So when the original one when I first came here, I basically that that there was also in the deadline uh, time period as well. Um, so I had to create the website and the whole CSS by itself and. A lot of people can probably find that quite easy to do. It is pretty easy to do. But when you have a time constraint and then you're trying to do the mobile support, I, I, it's something which I still struggle to this day to wrap my head around how front-end developers can magically make phone-responsive designs. Like Some of it is just mind-boggling on how it works. But it just somehow works, and mine never works. That was one of the huge problems with the, the first one that I did, and I'm glad it's gone but what we use now is tailwind um tailwind is bloody great it's it is fast for development and it handles a lot of the heavy responsive work it's kind of you know in programming world you shouldn't repeat yourself and it is kind of spaghetti once you look into the html file but the advantage of this is that i can quickly make something easily compared to where I would have to implement it just with CSS and mess about with the responsiveness where I can just easily go um, MD, the two dots, can't remember the name of it, and just go like text small. And there you go, when the phone shrinks to a certain size, the text goes small. It just allows for easy development as well as customizing it is not horrible compared to like Fromantic. Because on the very, very original design, they use Fromantic, which is just horrible. Well, 
yeah, it's it's like different tools for t- different tasks and like the CSS frameworks like Bootstrap and Semantic previously now for Mantic, they help you out a lot. And it like helps especially people who are not into design to get going pretty fast. But it is also pretty limited. So when you want to customize a bit, it becomes very messy or very hacky. And then you use important tags and all that stuff, which is, yeah, uh, code smell. And on the other hand, you have pure HTML and pure CSS, which is very customizable, but you have to like reinvent the wheel a lot of the time. So I, I was very surprised how well Tailwind works. Like it's, it's the middle, it's like the golden middle in between customizability and not having to do everything on your own. It's so nice where you can just type in like the class you need, like flex. I don't have to individually go through all the CSS and then find where I'm at and then go for it. I could use SCSS, which is cool. I've learned that now, but I'm still like, eh. For fast development, Tailwind is so good. It is so simple to use as well as for someone who's new as well and they kind of just want to change something, they can just read the, the classes and just go, oh, I just changed it there. They'll text small. Like, oh, that was easy. And that problem done compared to whether you have to go through a whole CSS file, look through it and go, oh, where's the text? Where's the paragraph? Yeah, it's close to the HTML and it's not all the way in the CSS file. That's, you don't yeah. have to touch any CSS. You can just use the, the CSS classes which are given to you and you can just dribble that shit out and then it just works. It's so nice. Yeah. And it, it, the, the progression, what I had with, with Tailwind compared to making it uh, by myself, if I, I think if I would have had that at the very beginning, I think I would have been able to do the design which I originally did design, which was okay, still wasn't great, but it would have been better than what, it, what we published. Um, as well, the responsive thing would have worked. Especially in regards to mobile, yeah. Mobile, the like the previous website was awful. And it was like, yeah. But it's beyond awful. It's like non-existent. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was hard to share our homepage on the mobile. You have to go to desktop view. You have to zoom in. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, we're getting PTSD just thinking about it. Take those horrible memories out. I, I want to forget no, them. We're, we're in the new era yes, now. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> but the th- the nice thing about Tailwind as well is like the HTML is a bit messy at the moment. But as we mature and as we can grow, we we can actually customize, like build our own custom tools out of it. So we can then implement a button class where you just have to use button and then it's all there. So. I think that will help a lot when we also yeah, unify the design in different, like on the homepage, in the UI, in the newsletter and all that stuff. It, it, it might help a lot. The only thing, like building on that, the only thing which we, we discussed um, from the very beginning um, is that we need to build the uh, pretty much the, like components for um, Alex to use 
to when he's creating um, the account, aka the customer hub, what we call it. Um, so he can just easily pop it in and it'll be all done for him. As of right now, that's not a thing, but that is something which Tailwind doesn't have, which Fermantic is great for, where you could just easily copy the component, paste the component in, bing, bash, bong, you're done. Whereas with Tailwind, it's a little bit more of a process where um, actually programming it in. It's simple and easy to do, but if, you, if you're just a back-end developer, you, do, you can't be bothered with that. You're not really interested in the front end. You just want to go copy, paste, ah, that'll do. And it's all good. And then you'll let the other front end guy to deal with all the other spaghetti stuff. But yeah, that is something which we will need to do, which I'm really looking forward to doing. Yeah, it's, it's a longer process to get there, but it's a lot more customized. And I think even though, as you correctly mentioned, there's only so much you can do in customizing a homepage because you just need an app or you need the logo on the top left and all that stuff. But I think we have a very unique design and I'm happy we have it. It's like not, not, nothing bland. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's something special. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean... It, or the, the opposite of bland. Yeah, it's, it's just not like bland. I hate, I see, talking about the designs and everything, this is kind of like really hard for me since I don't like talking about my designs since I feel like it's like, oh, look at me, I've designed this or like I'm boasting about it. I hate it. That's kind of why I like the negative reviews <laughs> so I can kind of bash myself a bit. But we haven't had any. And it, someone leave a negative review to pick something out. If anyone's listening, please go to our Reddit and give us feedback. We would genuinely and love that, personally feedback. for me anyway. <laughs> yeah, if you could give negative feedback, like good negative feedback, don't go with shit, but say what's wrong with something and I will see what I can do. And then I'll probably fix it as soon as possible because why not? Yeah, I understand yeah. the vibe. It's, it's like It feels like bragging or boasting and stuff, but yeah. I am genuinely happy about the design compared to all the other ones we've <laughs> had. Like it's just it's a big step forward, which is nice. But anyway, we, we can move on. Like uh, the website is kind of the foundation now uh, for the corporate design or like company design, company identity, and we're slowly moving to this unified design. So you're tackling more and more other areas where we adapt the design to that. So the next newsletter that will come out will already be in the new design. So what are, what are areas you're looking forward to, to also adapt to, the, to our new identity, so to speak? Ooh. I don't know. I mean, there's so much that's already done at this point. See, the when you sign up for saving, uh, that there is using the semantic. That is one huge piece of the puzzle which needs to be done, and it annoys me when I go to and it doesn't match with the the rest of the saving website. So that is probably like one huge chunk which I'm really looking forward to to do. But other than that, I don't think there's anything else. Well, the Podmaster user interface, as an example. 
But, but I, I kind of... OK, that's a good point. You've got the Portmasters interface, but I kind of see that different compared to um, the, the website. I guess we're talking in general. So, yeah, OK, yeah. I would say the Portmaster as well. Like, I would put Portmaster first with how excited I am for doing the, the interface for. Then the, the account, so a.k.a. the customer hub stuff. Uh, and, and yeah that's it I, what else <laughs> well I guess then unless I've missed something nah I think there are like always more details like the social media social media pages certain documents yeah, yeah tweaks here and there like same, same with the tweak though I've got to do uh, the timeline Thing we're bomb for that. Which timeline? For the website. A, a we're doing the. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, not a timeline. A roadmap for the SPN as well as the Portmaster. So, to be able to communicate where we are in the staging process, like what we're doing, what potentially possibly next. Don't quote me on this. I'm not a hundred percent sure because we haven't probably outlined this, but we are possibly having a little roadmap on the SPN and the Portmaster page so people can stay up to date with what's going on a bit easier compared to what it is now. Yeah. So if you don't want to listen to these podcasts or read blog posts, you can just scroll to the bottom of the page or wherever on that page and you can just have a quick gander. <laughs> and everything's good, isn't it? But yeah, with the one thing which I want to touch on is the newsletter. The newsletter would not be... 100% as I designed because of the limitations of rapid mail who we use. So that's one thing. Well, it's also limitations of email clients. Like, they limit you to only use tables. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why we're still in that era. To me, it doesn't make any sense. But apparently we still are. Yeah, it's backwards compatibility and, like, there are are always these email clients where <laughs> because everybody displays tables, they just focus on that. So, yeah. Well, I guess they're modern as well. Maybe Safing can make an email client one day. Yeah, that's one of my nightmares. Nights. <laughs> 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 I, I, I don't feel any passion for building an email client. There are much more important things to tackle. I agree on that. I agree. Ooh, another thing I came like that came to my mind was the documentation page. We will also Ooh. revamp that. I just realized my Mac is going to die, but we can still carry on with the podcast. Don't worry, I'll plug it in. Something that happened. We've had an interesting day with this podcast so far. <laughs> My microphone's on a Pringles can. No advertisements, you know. <laughs> yeah. We can also ask Tabby to cut this out so it's no piggy. Nah, it's all, it's all part of the journey, isn't it? All right, I'm back now, isn't it? All, all part of the show. <laughs> part of the show. Luke forgets to plug his Mac in. All right, I'm back now. No worries. Sorry, what, what was he chatting? No, I, I just said I remembered we also are going to tackle the documentation page and that will need a design revamp as well. Yeah. That's that I'm looking forward to. That one's going to probably be... I've completely, completely forgot that. Um, but that one's going to also be quite interesting to do. Um, 
I don't think that'd be quite hard to do, but it'd be. I'm gonna. I want to do it in a way that it's easy for someone to look at and actually understand what's going on. Because as of right now, it's it's all over the place. But ah, simple design. Shouldn't be too I think hard. I think the design will be pretty simple. I think yes. a big chunk of work will be wording and texting and getting this technically like talking with Daniel and Patrick and inserting all the technical juicy details, but also making it simple enough so you don't get too overwhelmed if you're not like uh, that deep into tech. Yeah, we'll have to find a balance there. So yeah, I think we touched on what, what, what is your next step? What are you working on currently? Um, the podcast as of right now, <laughs> just, uh, doing this. Um, but no, legitimately, um, I'm going to be doing the, the customer hub, the, the account system user experience, uh, the rest of the week. That's going to be an interesting thing. Um, but then next week I'm going to be doing some other bits and bobs regarding the design of the, the website and some other things which I can't yeah. remember. So I'm doing bits and bobs, like I said before, you know, but yeah. So the user experience for the customer hub is one of the, the major things as of right now to improve that as much as possible. Yeah, it's so, due to uh, customers being soon will be able to use the SPN and then getting yeah. it right that, uh, that they can change plans and that they don't accidentally change a plan they didn't want to change and all that stuff so gonna be an important step as well yeah i think we're we're almost through i i saved one question for the last part so when do you think we will redesign the homepage again i don't even want to think about that <laughs> but if we do need to redesign, okay, one thing is at some point it will, over a period of time, it will start shaping into many different shapes. It, uh, so it might, I don't think we will redesign it. Depend, it all comes down to design trends. If something happens in the design trending world where a most common design starts appearing, um, then we might follow that and add our own twist to it. Um, but I don't see changing for a long time tweaking it and adding stuff to it and maybe changing stuff here and there on how like i don't know instead of like the the wobbly bit we remove that and replace a big header and replace something in in the center to capture attention to show oh look we've released the portmaster with the new ui or something um there will just be a couple of tweaks like that but i don't think we'll be changing uh, a lot of the style now you mean it will be a progressive adaptation rather than a complete redesign bang on yeah yeah makes sense i hope that's yeah I, i'm confident that it'll work out as like that yeah i think that's a wrap for today thanks for being part of the show again thanks for having me on thanks for everybody listening and do look a favor and criticize the website on Reddit or on Twitter or wherever. <laughs> yeah, I, then have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.